Hey everybody, it's Father Bryce. Welcome back to our walk through the Creed, which we pray every Sunday at Mass. The Creed begins, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. Today we want to talk about what does it mean for God to be Almighty, or we could say it uh, in different words, all-powerful or omnipotent is the big fancy word for that. What does it mean for God to be Almighty? Well, it simply means that God does whatever He pleases. That God has the power to create the universe. That God has the power to influence our lives. That God has the power to care for His creation. That God has the power to judge the living and the dead. And, and even, in it hints at, the fact that God holds everything in existence. You and I don't have the power to be by ourselves. Like, where do we get our existence from? Well, we get it from God, the Father Almighty. But we could have, one could imagine a thing that is all-powerful, but that is evil. That would be really bad. Because that thing that would be all-powerful but evil, or not quite all-powerful, you couldn't exactly imagine an all-powerful and evil thing, but one could imagine a very powerful and evil thing, and that would be really, really bad. Because then that thing that was very, very powerful but evil would be after our, our ill and our harm and would have the power to harm us. But God, the Bible says in Wisdom chapter 11, God, you are merciful to all, for you can do all things. See, we don't say that God is just almighty, but that he is the Father almighty. His fatherhood sheds, his fatherhood and his power shed light on one another, the catechism says. God reveals his fatherly omnipotence by the way he takes care of our needs, by the fact that he adopts you as his daughter or as his son, and in the fact that, that his power is not arbitrary, but his power is directed to the good order of the universe. We have a God not only who as a father desires to take care for our needs, but a father who can take care of our needs. Now you might ask, but, but Father Bryce, what, what about evil? Like why doesn't God stop bad things from happening? The only answer to that, y'all, is Jesus. Why does God stop bad things from happening? Well, in the end, it's got to be that a world where there is the possibility of bad things happening is better than a world where there is not the possibility of bad things happening. A world with free will, a world that allows you and me, to, or you and I rather, to choose is a world that has love in it. And a world that allows you and I to choose, a world that has love in it, is better than a world where everything is su supposedly cookie-cutter, robot-perfect. And so if we have the opportunity to choose, then we have the opportunity to choose wrongly. And the opportunity to choose is worth the possibility of us choosing wrongly. But that's never enough. 
Like, that's never enough of an explanation. It makes sense that God must have a good reason, even though he's almighty, for allowing evils to happen. Uh, and it makes sense that there could be a greater good that, that allows for the evils that we see that we don't understand. Because remember, God is bigger than us, so to speak. God is mystery. Remember that if we could understand it, it would not be God. But still, we want more than that. And the more is that God came himself. That God came and experienced the suffering. You see, God said, look, I know you can't understand. I know you can't understand why I chose to make the world this way. I know you can't understand why this is that which is best. So I'm going to come and live it with you. I'm going to come and live a human life. And be hungry and thirsty and hot and cold and tired and energetic. I'm going to come and be tempted by Satan, though never sin. I'm going to come and be spat upon and scourged. I'm going to work with my hands. I'm going to work with my mind. I'm going to come. I'm going to be crowned with thorns. I'm going to be crucified. And I'm going to bear the sins of the whole world and die for you. All to show you that I can rescue you, that I desire to rescue you, and that I am here to rescue you. So God is Father. God is Almighty. He can do all things. Now God can't choose not to be because that doesn't make sense. God can't make a square circle because a square and a circle are two different things. A square circle is nonsense. It's not a real thing. It's not a real possible thing. God can't do things or God doesn't do things that are nonsense because those are not real things. But God can do all things that exist. God makes all things that exist. And God, as a Father, is for us. So I believe in God, the Father Almighty. We thank God for His almighty power, for His omnipotence. And we thank God that His almighty power is coupled with His fatherhood as He deeply cares for us. Tomorrow we'll have, more than likely, the uh, homily from the school mass with the elementary school. And then Friday, more than likely, we'll be back uh, with the next part of the creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, our maker of heaven and earth. We're still on, uh, we're still on the first article of the 12 articles of the creed as we speak about uh, God the Father. And I look forward to continuing to walk with you in our daily podcast. God bless you.